What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 357th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. Can never remember what episode this is. I'm your host, <laughs> SBJ. With me today is Will. I have a mystery that I need for some help solving, and it's okay. not. it has nothing to do with Pokemon of the Week. Last night, my mom's visiting. Last night, we ordered chicken wings from Wingos. She got teriyaki wings. I got garlic parmesan wings, and they were delivery. And we got the delivery, and I opened the bag, and I took out the teriyaki wings, and I took out the garlic parmesan wings, and there was another box inside the bag. And I said, what is this box? We only ordered teriyaki wings and garlic parmesan wings. I opened the box, and there was a hamburger with french fries. That sounds awesome. Where That's like a bonus. <laughs> Where did the hamburger well, okay. and french fries come from? Do they not sell burgers and fries at this particular they place? Do, but but okay, I didn't right. order. I didn't order any. I didn't order well, hamburger and french fries. I mean, they just wanted to make sure you were, you know, they're like, mm, is wings a big enough dinner? See, this no. is the problem because normally I order like the six, I order 16 wings and a medium fries. And this time I only ordered 10 wings and a jasmine rice because, you know, I'm trying to cut back. Here. They were worried about you. <laughs> I think they might be concerned that I wasn't They're getting calories. Their, their internal algorithms are like, oh, hold on. This is oh, our bottom dear. line we're talking about here. I guess. Greg, how is Atlanta? Atlanta was good. Hi to all the Atlanta peoples. And I already said hi to the people I saw. But hi, Atlanta was nice. It was much warmer than here. Uh, I got to wear short sleeves shirts to work and not be cold and play Pokemon Go. And and I got to find Carnivine in the wild playing Pokemon Go. And you got one for me. I got one for you. How many did you get? I caught two. And then I was out uh, at dinner with Drew and saying how I... Don't have any carnivine and blah blah blah. I said, like, oh, I'll just trade you one. And so that I got, I got one that's lucky and two that I can trade away. Oh, nice. Yeah. Carnivine up. When you go to Go Fest, I'm sure those carnivine yes. will be worth nothing. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Carnivine's not like the <laughs> rarest regional in the world. No. But I sort of thought it was limited to Florida. So when I saw one, I, was, I, po- I forgot to play Pokemon Go. So I got back to my hotel from work and I was exhausted. I'm like, oh, I forgot to do this, and I pulled one up, and I could see them silhouetted on the map. So I literally, at nine at night, I'm walking around a neighborhood I know nothing about, trying to get to these stops to catch them. And the first time I went there, the first one I got, I got to the stop, and then it said, oh, it ran away. Oh, nice. All gone. Mm. Speaking of running away, we're going to run away with some news here. That's a transition. And then we have a couple emails and our question of the week and our Pokemon of the week. So let's talk about the what I I, I, I don't want to say what should have been newsworthy, but you would think if the Pokemon company releases a new app, you'd be like, oh my gosh, we need to talk about this. And they did release a new app. But we don't need to talk about it. We don't. I mean, there's not much to say. Uh, They released an app called Pokemon Pass. Yeah. Uh, which you can download for free right now, and you get exclusive digital rewards. Um, one being a Detective Pikachu sticker by just downloading the app. Where do I put that sticker? Yeah, uh, inside the app on pictures. 
It, it's Pokemon pass all your sensitive information to us. Let us track you throughout your life, Pokemon <laughs> nice. pass. I mean, I downloaded it, so who am I? But <laughs> Yeah, so it looks like the Pokemon company... Hello, Game Freak. Hello, Creatures, Inc. Hello, Nintendo. Mr. Reggie, I know you're at home right now. Right now. With your AirPods in, listening to this show. Thank you. You follow me on Twitter, so you must be listening. I appreciate it, Reggie. But they must have been listening for several months, if not years, of us saying Target employees simply do not care about Pokemon. (laughs) And when you walk in... It's either the codes are are on the table, a free game, or you ask for the codes and they hand you a handful and they they say, please take these. Good old uh, Pokemon company decided to release an app where it uses your geolocation to walk inside a target to know you're in the target and then scan a QR code. And then in this case, starting, I believe, on May 10th, 11th, I apologize, May 11th, you can scan a QR code while physically inside a target to get a Let's, to get a shiny Eevee in Let's Go Pikachu or to get a shiny Pikachu in Let's Go Eevee. Now, just this question has come up a lot. They are not partnered Pokemon. They're just shiny wild Pokemon that you could catch on your own. But in this sense, in distribution format, uh, I don't think they've confirmed whether these will be in a Cherish Ball or not, but that would be really cool if they are, because Cherish Ball Pokemon are great. Um, but yeah, there you go. You download the app, you go to Target, you hope that you have service inside the Target. <laughs> you do. I was going target to say has my, Wi-Fi. My closest Target is completely underground. You get, you know, just tap on their Wi-Fi, it's fine. Target Wi-Fi. You're already giving them all your information anyways. Yeah, Target's you might, just as- gonna, might as well get some coupons out of it as Target tracks, literally tracks your movements throughout the store. That's true. So they released this app. This is really all the app does. Uh, now, you could just scan the QR code from home, but apparently it won't work. Who knows? Maybe it'll glitch out or bug out where it will work. Um, I'm sure if you have already are familiar with spoofing or changing your geolocation, which is a lot easier to do on Android than it is uh, iPhone, I'm sure you could just geo-spoof your location to inside Target and then scan. Although it doesn't specifically say if you have to jump on Target's Wi-Fi. You probably don't, because they know you're in Target. I mean, just go to Target. Everybody goes to Target. Everything you need is at Target. Everything you want is at Target. Target has all of the stuffed Pokemon that you're craving. You can get a Snubble. You can go to the grocery section and pick up some groceries, wander up stairs to get some pharmaceuticals maybe pick up a new pair of shoes like there's nothing you can't get at target so what just if i need tires oh your minnesota target probably has tires uh they used to <laughs> the <laughs> I only thing i ever buy at target i buy three things at target i buy undershirts i buy underwear mm-hmm. and i buy jeans and that's mm-hmm. all that's the, the only jeans three are pretty things. good so i very rarely go to target i do buy a bunch of workout clothing at Target. Their workout clothing's pretty decent. Oh, I'm trying to go for a Gymshark sponsorship. I can't be seen wearing that Target. Oh my god, stuff. Gymshark, come on. Gymshark's got to sponsor me, kids. The interesting thing about Pokemon Pass is, uh, if you go to the App Store and you look at like the screenshots, it shows uh, like screenshots of 
the old distributions from 2018. So like Ho-Oh Lugia. So last year was the year of legendary. Um, so it shows like a bunch of screenshots of that. And then it shows reveal code and everything. Now there was some confusion. Uh, I, there, I saw a lot of people saying, why does the U S get exclusive free Pokemon? Well, first, this was originally announced in Korea, which I think we reported on last week, where uh, Shiny Pikachu and Eevee are going to be available in Korea at some store there. They don't have Targets in South Korea as far... Maybe they do, actually. I don't know if Target is in South Korea. No, you can't get past Lotte. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So this was announced for Korea originally, although when it was announced for the U.S., uh, it came with this app. And uh, number two is there are plenty of um, I feel bad for all the Australian people who I don't think even got Zara Aura to begin with. They didn't get Zara Aura or something else. I can't remember what the other one was. It was either Zara Aura or another mythical Pokemon that they like completely missed out on, which is a bummer. I don't know. It is what it is. I guess it's weird that like games still have not worldwide distributions, but also like the point of these distributions is to like walk to company z shake company z's hand company z goes how can you bring people into our store and pokemon company goes we can give you a digital code and then company z goes our employees don't care about pokemon and then pokemon company goes we got you fam yep we'll we'll do you one better not only do your employees have to do no work we can give you some location data and some information off their phone directly to you. How's that sound? And then oh, man. <laughs> company X reveals at their target and they go, bring it, bring them out in. Bring it. Bring it on. We want it all. It's fine. It's, I mean, sure. Save some trees, I guess. They're no longer printing a million codes where the target employee will dump said million codes into the garbage after a week. I think I th- I think overall it's better. I don't want to actually interact with a human. <laughs> I mean, Target's not GameStop. Yeah, that's true. Funny <sighs> enough that that's not GameStop and it's Target. I was just going to say I drove past the last GameStop in the DC metro area yesterday. It was it looked like it was from the 1970s. It was amazing, but it's the last one. Is uh, is it going away soon? Is it? Or is it going to be like the Blockbuster in Alaska? No, the Blockbuster in Oregon? Oregon. Yeah, I think it's going to be like that. It's just going to hold out. And hold out so forever? So they can say that there's at least one Washington, D.C. area GameStop. Perfect. The other thing we don't know is if, because you tie an account to it, you can only get one code. That would be a bummer for people who have who buy both games. No clue. Don't know. Um, there's no verification or... Uh, really anything in the app or in the press releases that signify um, if this is limit one code per app. So unsure, uh, but it would be a little bit of a bummer if that was the case. I don't know if you can make another Pokemon Pass account. And you just have log- to get multiple phones if you really care that much. Well, I, I would assume that you need multiple accounts, not multiple phones. Well, I hmm. Well, how do you switch? Yeah. You, you can log out of the app. When you're in the oh. app, you can log out. Yeah, as you can tell, I have not installed it yet because there's been no rush to actually accomplish anything with it. Yeah, there's a logout button. Hmm. 
There's also a contact customer service button. What does that Who do? Who is this mysterious customer if service? If I press customer service, oh, it just takes me to Pokemon's website. Okay. Speaking of Pokemon's website, this is a bad transition. I don't know. Pokemon uh, TC, there's a new Pokemon TCG set. <laughs> I know. Uh, it just came out on Thursday, I think. So, like, uh, when this podcast goes up, like, five, six days ago. Wait, uh, it's Thursday called, or Friday? Uh, uh, Thursday. Yeah, I think. Thursday when you you were able to redeem codes. Okay, because nobody plays the physical version. Yeah, it's called Unbroken Bonds. Oh, wait, new... I thought it was called Unbreak My Heart. Oh, I, no. I, yeah. no. I just invested in no. so much Tony Braxton. <laughs> no, walk it back, walk it back. <laughs> Let me tell you what's in Unbroken Bonds here. Two... 110 different cards. Doesn't that sound fun to collect? <laughs> yeah. I like and collecting cards. Expensive. Seven brand new tag team Pokemon GX cards. Seven more Pokemon GX. More than 25 trainer cards and new special energy. Not only that. But wait, there's more. There's more. Pokemon.com will offer you a deck list. That you can hit a copy deckless button and import into your game, whether you play on you know PC or Mac, you'll be able to. It's actually a pretty decent decklist too. It's actually not awful. Because <laughs> not awful is what we want from our products. No, I mean like it is. It, it is it ideally doesn't look. It looks. It looks completely playable. I personally would change some of the Pokemon in the decklist, but it looks very very playable and something that could probably do very well in an actual IRL tournament. Mm. And it actually breaks down um there's like a feature on their website now too, pokemon.com getting really advanced where you can like deal yourself a sample hand and you can like um see what happens what when, when you draw a card and stuff. It's it's very interesting. Uh but the uh this set introduces Reshiram and Charizard GX. Tag Team Pokemon GX continue to take center stage in the Pokemon trading card game, providing the extra power that can only come when two Pokemon share the spotlight. The Sudden Moon Unbroken Bonds expansion turns up the heat with Reshiram and Charizard GX, a scorching duo ready to light up the competition. And then they just... Here's all the stuff you can buy for money yeah boxes and boxes of these cards so you can get pulls what are the secret rares that's all i care about uh fire ultra crystal. ball and double <laughs> no, ultra ball and double colors are leaving <laughs> they got th- three more months or something like that before you can't play them anymore correct yes oh also ultra- this is why i don't get into card games Cards such as Ultra Ball, Double Colorless, Marshadow, uh, Zorark GX, Tapu Lele GX, and a bunch of other cards are completely rotating out the day before the World Championship. Not the day after, which is usually how it is, but the day before. Good luck to those players. So are you going to make your Lucario Melmetal GX tag team deck? that your... Uh, I don't think that... Lucario Melmetal is particularly good right now. Uh, I think all the uh, 
all the good stuff is uh, the Reshiram Charizard GX. Uh, the Dedenne GX is very good. I thought the Dugong deck was the killer. Ooh, Dugong deck is good, but that's Zoroark GX Dugong. As you this, as okay. you just heard, the Zoroark is uh, eventually leaving. Going away, yep. Okay, the Gardevoir Sylveon GX card is so cute. It's very cute. Uh, I think that deck is okay. I haven't played it yet. I've been playing a lot of the TCG this past week, but that is not one I've played. I just looking at the cards, I have literally no idea how they play or what they do. The cards? Yeah, like, I have no idea if they're good or not. They Although attack. I also like, I also like the uh, muck and a Alolan muck coming out of the manhole cover. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good piece of art right there. Uh, you can usually tell if a card is good is if you look up the card in real life and it's worth a lot <laughs> it's, of money. It's usually go pretty to good. TCGPlayer.com, see how much the cost is, and that'll tell you what you need to know. Now, normally Charizard cards are really bad, but really expensive, so that's kind of deceiving. I just, I guess the Pokemon company was like, we should make a good Charizard. <laughs> and they Everybody did. likes Charizard. Well, I feel like Reshiram is always good, no matter what, so I feel like Charizard just piggybacked off Reshiram's su- success in the TCG. No, <laughs> well, Charizard they're... rides people's coattails. That's the whole thing. So what makes it good? Like... Why is it finally good? Oh, it it depends on the meta. Don't oh. don't you you can't you can't guess the meta from just one a single card. They so with unbroken bonds, not only is Reshiram Charizard GX good, uh, be, because of its attacks, like it does. Uh, it has the option to do two hundred and thirty damage, which knocks out most regular GX Pokemon. A lot of just, you know, standard GX Pokemon are, like, Tapu Lele is 170, Zoroark is uh, 210. Um, So, right there, doing 230 damage to grab two prizes. Pretty easy. It also has a, uh, its GX move can do up to 300 damage, uh, which will knock out another uh, Reshiram Charizard GX, since it has a whopping 270 HP. Uh, But this... But in a previous set, because this is Sun and Moon, there was a card called Keawe, uh, yep. who you might know from the video game and from the anime, and mm-hmm. he uh, lets you attach four fire energy to one single Pokemon uh, as long as you decide to pass turn. Uh, and normally you can play one energy a turn, but hey, why don't you give up your whole turn to play four energy from your deck? You don't have to have them in your hand. Uh, yep. It will uh, just find four energy, and it is... And because you, if you go first and you have Charizard Reshiram, um, well, here, let me back up real quick. I'll make it really easy for people. You are not allowed to attack on your your first turn. So if I go first, I'm not allowed to attack. And then if Will goes second, which is his first turn, he can attack. So if I go first, I can't attack anyways by giving up my entire turn to attach four energies. So on turn two, I am ready to attack with a 230 damaging move. That's super good. That's really, really good. Um, and there are so many cards currently in the format that it's very easy to, one, find a Charizard on turn one, and two, find a Kaawe on turn one, and you are pretty much set. This set, Unbroken Bonds, also introduced two other really good cards that benefit Charizard even more. Uh, one is Fire Crystal, which lets you take Three, ener- three fire energy from your discard and put them back into your hand, which is good. 
And number two is Welder, which Welder is a supporter like Kawe, which means you can only play one supporter a turn. But Welder lets you take two fire energy, up to two fire energy in your hand and play them on a single Pokemon, but that does not count as the playing your one energy per turn. So with Welder, you can play two energy from your hand and another energy for your turn. So that's a whopping three energy in one turn. Mm. And Welder gets even better. If you do do that, you get to draw three cards as well, which is extremely good as, on top of that. That's pretty nice. So they went out of their way to make Charizard Reshiram very accessible and very accessible and successful in the current format. It's a super good card. But I guess their competition competition was Pikachu Zekrom of the last set, and Pikachu Zekrom is still very good. There's your TCG minute. <laughs> TCG 10 <laughs> minutes. The, some other news off PlayPokemon.com. There is new functionality added to tournament operation software. This probably doesn't affect most people, but if you're interested behind the workings, an updated version of Pokemon Tournament's Operation Manager is now available for all official organizer. They call it Tom. Tom 1.53 uh, makes several changes that could affect events, so organizers are encouraged to update their software. The major chain change here is players who drop from an event will remain in the standings and are still eligible for championship points. This is in response to some frequent from some feedback frequently received at regional championship events. This change means that every player, except those that have maybe been disqualified, will be in the final standings based on points earned in the event. That actually does affect players. Um, if you were to, like, let's say uh, you went to a tournament and there were eight rounds and you lost the first two rounds, uh, usually at that point you're not el uh, eligible to top cut. Correct. So you might want to... So some people might just drop because... Why would I spend my entire day playing a game when I have no chance of coming in at the top? Yeah. That, that, well, well, maybe... I mean, a lot of people play just because they like to play. Um, That's Will Anderson. Very few people are Will Anderson. <laughs> Uh, but the problem with dropping is uh, you don't really show up on the list anymore. Some lists did show everyone who dropped, but there was no rankings for that. So, for example, this this benefits maybe somebody who, you know, won maybe six of the eight matches. They didn't lose. They didn't tie. They won six. And then something came up like a medical emergency or, you know, they just had to maybe come in top 16 to get a couple points and they wanted to leave early for the day because it didn't matter if they win or lose. They just needed to come in top 16. And if they were to drop prior, they wouldn't have a chance to get those points, which is pretty important because uh, depending on how big the tournament was, uh, they award points accordingly. So let's say you only had, um, you know, like 20 people show up. It would probably be top four. But if you had 60 people show up, it'd probably be like top eight. If you had 100 people show up, it'd probably be top 16, and so on and so forth. So um, the more people who show up, the more points are awarded to those top players, and the bigger that pool is. There are some minor changes as well. Uh, the minimum attendance for a tournament is now four players, which means people... So this is, again, this is just what I said. If there are four players, it means that the players can receive championship points. This benefits people who live in like a rural area where maybe you know only four people do show up. If there are, should players be tied, a head-to-head -head match is now a final tiebreaker. The final tiebreaker comes into effect after considering tardiness. 
uh, opponent's win per percentage and opponent's uh, op uh, and the opponent's opponent's win percentage. This logic is the final tiebreaker as follow. So, for example, if two players are tied and they play each other, that match determines standing order. If two players are tied and they did not play each other, the order is random. And if three or more players are tied, the order is random. Uh, and then minor text changes have been added to Tom. Minor text changes. The most important update. Yes. So that's pretty cool, I guess. It's something. Well, I think it makes things more fair, definitely, for people. It, it, it takes out of the, the grind of playing, which honestly, competitive Pokemon shouldn't have to be so much of a grind. Yeah. Speaking of grinding. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. How do you guys like raids in Pokemon Go? <laughs> I like them when I'm out with my friends. Otherwise, I'm completely apathetic. I mean, I tried to do a raid in Atlanta, and I succeeded. And I will say this, like, the random group of strangers who saw me, like, standing outside of, like, because they were all clearly friends. Uh, this is when I was waiting for Kevin uh, to show up for dinner. I was over there, like, raiding, and then, like, they all said, like, let's go to the next one. And they all turned to me, like, are you coming? And I'm like, oh, thank you, but I have to go grab dinner. But thanks for the offer. Which is like the only time I've ever had a semi-interesting, decent raid experience. That's what you call Southern hospitality. <laughs> Guaranteeing those Groudon smashes. Well, we have some new raids. Uh, let's take a quick break, though, and then when we get back, we'll talk about those. That's our only Pokemon Go news for the week is uh, this raid stuff. And then we'll do a couple emails, our question of the week, and our Pokemon of the week. So we will be right back. Or in the real world, I saw a Bulbasaur in the real world. I saw a Bulbasaur walking around and it was amazing. Interesting. I saw a Bulbasaur walking around and it was amazing. We already know that. Saw a I hope it's sweet and nice. And we are back from our break. Last week, they first off, thank you to everyone who cleaned the earth. Whether it was because <laughs> you wanted uh, Diglett or not Diglett, but a bunch of people cleaned the earth up to Niantic's standards. And so Niantic released Groudon in raids and Shiny Diglett in Pokemon Go. Nothing too like nothing too like new or fancy there. Near the end of that event, which I think was a three day event, if I don't if I remember correctly, um, they released for the first time legendary Pokemon in the wild. They released uh, Yuxi, Mess Spirit, and Azelf as regional Pokemon in the wild. So uh, I believe the United States, or I sh should say uh, the Americas, got Azelf. Uh, the Asian uh, Asia-Pacific area got Uxie, and then the Europeans, Africa, what is that area? I don't know, the other area. I don't know if Europe plus Africa has a word. Um, no, you're Africa. No. Yeah. <laughs> 
that the, those those uh, fine people got uh, as Zelf in the wild. So again, this is the first time they've ever done legendary Pokemon in the wild. There have been interviews with uh, John Hankey, the CEO of Niantic, saying that um, they didn't prefer to do legendaries in the wild because they wanted them to feel, you know, like eventful, and that's why the raid, that's why they're in raids and stuff. Uh, but they released them in the wild, which people had mixed feelings about. But I, I, we can we can touch all these bases real quick. But they are extremely rare. Uh, one, the rarest Pokemon I believe currently in Pokemon Go is unknown. Although when there are events like packs or like uh, TwitchCon or um, World Pokemon Worlds, uh, unknown will spawn with letters spelling something, which I think is a really cool feature. Uh, or yeah. like a really cool it makes events feel cool um, and it makes it feel like you have something to collect to spell a word and that oh I'm here time and place kind of thing so that's really awesome but finding an unknown just in the wild itself is is one of the rarest things I think like Dragonite and Charizard and like Blastoise I think those are also extremely rare Pokemon there are some Pokemon that do not spawn in the wild like I don't think Salamence or Altaria they they don't spawn in the wild at all. I'm pretty sure Salamence doesn't. Or Metagr- Metagross. Like, those Pokemon don't spawn. But th- there are reports that Uxie, Messpirit, and Azelf are rarer than Unknown. Which some people would groan at being like, ugh, I'm never going to find it then. But also, like, I don't know. I feel like a legendary Pokemon should be more rare than uh some 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 weird old letters. Wow. I wouldn't call them weirdo letters, but sure. <laughs> I mean, they're unknown. They should be rare and hard to find. Yeah, but I'm I'm fine with Uxy and Mesprit and Azel doing their thing. I mean, in the game, they run out and run around in the world rarely. So, like, it's not that far of a stretch that they would do it here. I mean, they are the one. They were, you know, kind of like. After Suicune and Entei, whatever the other dog was, ran around in the world, these do it too. For sure. Yeah. It's Sabertooth Tiger. Cat. Sorry, what? Excuse the me? legendary dog? Yeah, the legendary dogs? What? I mean, I went to MPS, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure tigers are cats. Either way, uh, what, I, what my coworker who plays Pokemon Go told me okay, was that sure. it was a mistake. It was an accident and they weren't supposed to release them in the wild oh that doesn't seem to make any sense since it was officially on there (laughs) (laughs) well you know they wrote it after exactly don't you know how conspiracies that's true right they accidentally released them in the wild but then they had all these photos and promotional materials to you know back it up quickly um well you know it doesn't take long and photoshop does change a couple things around uh so i think you know, it, some uh, hardcore Pokemon Go raiders uh, probably were dreading the day to see these three Pokemon in raids, uh, especially for months, because they could be considered uh, the word Dex filler, and that they would waste spots for Pokemon they would probably care about instead. And for those maybe not in, uh, who play Pokemon Go or maybe play casually, uh, what does it mean when somebody says dex filler? It means that they they aren't good in a competitive sense, whether that's to do other raids or whether in this case PvP. So like you would never really use 
like an Azelf or a Mess Spirit because there are better psychic attackers like Mewtwo or um, Espeon. So again, to like piggyback off Dex Filler, it's like okay, well they're in. If you don't want to do them, then don't do them, which is a very logical answer. Like if you're if you, but you've got to catch them all. You have to catch them all. But if the logical answer is like, well, if you don't want more mess spirits, then just don't do raids. But hardcore raiders, they want to keep raiding because that's what they like to do, and they like to get strong Pokemon. And so if if mess spirit is in a in a raid as a five star. That means they can't get Pokemon like Groudon or Kyogre or Rayquaza, which are considered some of the best Pokemon for attacking. Uh, Rayquaza is one of the strongest dragon Pokemon. Groudon is one of the strongest ground Pokemon. Kyogre is one of the strongest water Pokemon. So hardcore raiders get really frustrated when there's a Pokemon that either cannot be shiny or is not a good attacker in the meta. So I think a lot of those people were pretty happy that these three uh, Lake Spirit Pokemon uh, were not getting put into raids. And then a couple days later, Niantic announced that, hey, these Pokemon will be in raids, but will also stay uh, in the wild as extremely rare Pokemon. Uh, on their website, they say, if you're lucky, if you're extraordinary lucky, you may encounter these extremely rare legendary Pokemon in the wild in their different regions. Uh, even after the event. Um, so even after you see Mess Spirit and Azelf will rotate out of raids, um, they will still be available in the wild until further notice, I suppose. Well, I'm signing into Pokemon Go right now. Maybe I got one of these little buggies in my backyard. Although I will say that these those there are three of my favorite Pokemon just because they're really cute little spirits. They are kids. very cute. I like them. I'm glad they're... I'm glad they're here. But I, I haven't seen any in the wild yet. I think overall, this is like a good thing. Um, because e if you don't like raids, or you don't have anyone to raid with, you still have an opportunity to go out and explore and find one of these Pokemon. Uh, which is awesome. Uh, or you can just be like me and just be really lazy and wait till it comes to field research in like six months. Then you don't have to go anywhere. Let it come right to you. They're out there if you want to get them. Uh, no word on if they're if they're rotating, if they will rotate, if they will never they rotate. They will rotate. They won't? They, they will. will. Oh, yeah, they will. I mean, they might say that they, they won't. Um, they but they will. also said there won't ever be legendary Pokemon in the wild, and here we are, case in point. They, they have said on record they didn't want to do legendary Pokemon in the wild. They're in the wild. So if you believe that they won't rotate, hmm. Uh, they probably will, eventually. So I wouldn't be too concerned. The real conspiracy is, for the people who got all three in one day, for some magical reason that may or may not have been spoofing their location, you would think Niantic would be like, all right, these are the people to ban. <laughs> Look, there's got to be some point on this earth that is an intersection of your Africa, Asia, and North America. So you just have to stand in that point and be very patient. And then have all three spawn. Yeah. And then catch yeah, all the, three. Well, that's where the patience comes oh, from. Okay, Go to that. Antarctica. Man, on day one, Will? That's some real... I mean, like, you are probably more likely to win the lottery than to stand in one spot for all three to spawn. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you, you walk in a circle. You're kind of, like, going from the Eurafrica part to, oh, to the right. Asia part to Got the North it. America part. You or know, all of this you, regional trading was a lot easier when we were all one massive continent. 
That's true. Lino, let's go back to what was that called? Panacea. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> I want to reiterate that I went to MPS, so I'm real out of the, the loop with. It's the dinosaur times. Oh, yeah. okay, got it. This is from our attic channel in Slack. <laughs> Sent in by Stuart. This is off a website called Caseify. Why not? I couldn't find anything about this, really. There's no, like, press articles or anything. But Caseify.com slash Pokemon. They sell cases for your phone. And it says, Caseify and Pokemon, day and night, I choose you. It's dropping, as of this podcast, four days and 17 hours. And it says ex- exclusive limited edition collaboration. And it has some cases with Pikachu and Eevee and some other Pokemon on it. But there's like really no information at all. Nope. There's no articles about it. There's no like, let me learn more about what's happening. You can join a wait list if you want to give them your email. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I guess just wait. For later this week. I mean, I, I'm not... It doesn't surprise me that there is a collaboration with an, uh, a smartphone case company, especially when Detective Pikachu is coming out later this week. Uh, it's just there's no media about this. I, I don't know. I mean, it drops the day Detective Pikachu opens, right? Yes. Or the, the yeah. day before. I guess, technically, if movies come out on Friday, you can technically see them on Thursday because... Yeah. Sell those tickets. Time zones. That's how that works. I mean, and the pictures that they have are nice. I mean, it. They. I mean, they're cases. So let's. And this is this is officially licensed. We're we're one hundred percent certain officially licensed. I am not one hundred percent certain. Ah, I can't figure it out. <laughs> I would assume it is. Go. Okay. May tenth, Friday. Friday is May tenth when Detective Pikachu comes out, and these drop on that day. I would assume that this is definitely officially licensed. Yeah, I mean, Casetify is not, like, unknown. I will say, when I was in Boston for PAX East 1, um, at the, you know how they have that shopping mall at the Prudential Center, I think is what it's called? They had a little stand, and there was a person selling uh, Moleskine mm-hmm. notebooks, and they have a whole range of Pokemon Moleskine notebooks. I've never seen anybody ever talk about those or advertise those, but they've got like a whole <laughs> bunch of them. And I almost bought a Pikachu one because it looked real good. Is there? Wait, are you denying that I saw a <laughs> line of Pokemon Moleskins? Because they were there, there. There is. I'm on Moleskins website. It's us.moleskin.com slash en slash limited edition slash Pokemon. And there are Moleskins with Pokemon yeah, there's, on a, it. there's quite a few of them. They're they're nice too. The one like with the Pikachu shows it's like I think it's like sleeping and it's dreaming of being a Raichu. Yeah, yes. that's the one I'm looking at right now. All the Jigglypuffs are cute. Yup. They're also on my webpage, fifty percent off. So yup, because nobody bought them because they never advertised them, and also they're paper, and nobody writes on paper anymore. That's true. I mean, uh, I do for games, but why? It. Why did they not advertise this stuff? What's happening? Well, but maybe it's just detracts from PokemonCenter.com, so... Kind of want some limited edition moleskins. You could get me one for my birthday. Oh, you don't like birthday presents. 
Uh, how? I mean, why would you throw that into my face when I just asked for a birthday present? How? Wh- wait, wh- what? I love birthday presents. Okay, Greg, you and I are different people. I know, but okay. I'm right. <laughs> you can have all of my birthday presents. All right, I'm down. My birthday is in less than a month. Okay, uh, Pokemon, man, that, okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> Pokemon moleskins and Pokemon cases, not advertised, but advertised here. Yep. Sponsorship, please. I think there was a spot, there looks like there was a Charmander at one point. That one looks sold out. Yeah, well, Charmander sells out. Well, I mean, if you, go to the Prudential Center, if you go to the Prudential Center in Boston, you they probably have it on the shelf. That the person was not making many sales, so it's right outside the Microsoft store. Probably why she wasn't making many sales. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, they were so happy to see me walk into that Microsoft store. I think that's all we got for. Uh, so that's all we got for news. Let's do our question of the week. Wait, you don't want to do emails first? Yeah, I thought no, we were doing I emails. Do question of the week, then emails. I got, right. okay, I, got okay, pre- okay. I got prep emails right. here. Okay, okay, okay. It's time for the question of the week. Uh, this one is from Gabe from our Slack community. Cool, Gabe. What is the best fish Pokemon? All right, so... We have to like it has to be like clarified as fish, right? Like it can't be water, like it has to actually be fish. Yeah, because yeah, like horsey is the best fish. Well, I mean, the best water Pokemon because horsey yeah, is just sea, so sea, cute. Seahorses are not fish. No, right? that attitude. Seahorses are seahorses. I don't know anything about animalology. I mean, I'm gonna state my preference right here, right now. Bruxish is the best fish Pokemon. That's a hot Bruxish. Take. Wow. Psychic water type? Yeah, but it's like got them amazing teeth. It's so cool looking. So Frillish is out of the running, even though it's a jelly yeah. fish. It's not a fish. They're not it's called a jelly jelly fish. fish anymore. They're just called jellies now. Got to get with the modern times. Yeah. Yep. Oh. I mean, Bruxish is cool. Can you say the name of the fish it is based off of? If I can remember the name of the... <laughs> if it's I can really, remember really, really long, and there's lots and lots of vowels. Um, I know it's Hawaiian, and it begins with an H. 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 See, yes. I sort of remember. Uh, give me a second. You want me to just give it to you? Yeah, because I can't remember it. I know it begins with an H. I know it's long. I know it's Hawaiian. I know it. I just don't know how to say it right. I, I wouldn't even try to put this tongue twister past you, sir. <laughs> huma huma nuka nuka apu a apu a a. There you go. Apu a a. Huma huma nuka nuka apu a a. Yeah, that's the one. There you go. Or just huma huma for short. No. Yeah. You, you Uma, always Uma. say the full name. It's just, I mean, it's, it's in the song. What song? I want to go back to my little grass shack in Kalakapua, Hawaii, where the Huma Huma Nuka Nuka Aapuaas go swimming by. Did you learn this as a child? Yes, of course. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> Even I stumble on the name. And you had to sing it. Oh, I mean, I had to sing a lot of things as a child, as we all do. <laughs> and then we grow up and we put singing behind us. Not all of us. Uh, I remember some s- uh, uh, songs as a child. They take, man, they make you take uh chorus. Chorus, yeah, that's it. Choir. Uh, best fish Pokemon, Steve. Uh, Relicanth. Relicanth is why? Why? What? It's cute. It's like There's an nothing it's cute like an about Relicanth. Fossil fish. Get out of here. Oh. Now, the answer is lantern because it's electric type and it kills all the other fish. So that makes it awesome. I mean, we're just going to ignore wishy-washy. Ooh, wishy-washy is pretty good. Wishy-washy is real cool. Okay, how about Finian? No. Finian's got the sweet butterfly butt. Get out out of here, Finian. Get out of here. Dragalge? Wait, no, Dragalge don't count. No, it's that's a sequel. No, yeah, if I can't have Frillish, you can't have Dragalge. A Mola Mola? Alamalola? Nah. nah. Too hard to say. Nah. Yep. Um, does Gor- Gorbis shouldn't count? Gorbis and Huntail, they're like... Uh, they're... No, they're eels. No. They're eels. eels. They're not fish. Yeah, All right, I'm true. going with Relicant still. Any, anybody down for some Carvana? Carvana? Mm. No. Uh, I mean, it's cool. are fish. Piranhas are. are fish. But it evolves into not fish. It devolves into shark. Yeah. So I mean, it's just no, the, no the circle anymore. of life right there. Yeah. Never basculine. Remoraid though. Remoraid mm. a fish. Remoraid's a fish. Remoraid's yeah. a fish. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Evolves into an octopus as the yeah, circle of life as dictates. they do. But I'm sticking with Bruxus. Bruxus is the best, and the I'm colors st- are amazing. I'm sticking with Relicanth. Well, I'm going to stay with Lantern. All right. Brux- I remember Bruxish Shiny being amazing. It's, I have to look it up again. It's like clown oh, it's, colored. It's like red yeah. and gold. Yeah, because it's got all the colors. So It mm-hmm. is clown color. All right, let's do some emails. We got a couple emails. Uh, what, what are we running for time here? Yeah, let's just let's do a couple. We got we got a couple we got emails in. Yeah. We'll do a couple. Uh, emails in the Pokemon of the Week here. First, uh, if you want to send an email, sbj at pkmncast.com or... PokemonPodcast.com. There's an email button on the website. It'll ask you if you're a real person. You could say yes. I got to change that question because we've been getting a lot of bot spam. They figured out. Oh, bots no. have figured oh, out no. that they are real. Yes or no. <laughs> I got to I gotta work. I got to work it. Um, this is from uh, Petra from Canberra, Australia. I don't know specifically where Canberra is. Canberra. Excuse That's- me. My dad joke for people oh, from Canberra. Nope, 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 nope. Hi, guys. Just found your podcast a month ago, and I love it. Thanks for all the great work. Just wondering if you have any thoughts or comments on legendary Pokemon not having their signature moves in Pokemon Go. My partner has stopped playing as a boycott because Groudon, Kyogre, and Lugia all do not have their signature moves from the main series games. Though I think he just rage quit from not actually catching Lugia when it was in raids. Uh, thanks. Petra. There's actually a human being in the world that cares about signature moves. I mean, a bunch of people care about signature moves, but... In what sense? That they are exclusive. They're unique. But they they never stay exclusive. The next version comes out and eight other Pokemon have that signature move. 
Not always, but Ugh. yes. What even is often the signature move for the the mentioned Pokemon? For Groudon? Sure. Does Groudon have precipice blades? Is Pre- precipice, precipice blades is Groudon's. Oh, yeah. Useless. Banned in my tournaments. Ky- Kyogre's <laughs> move is like, I don't know, like eat a bunch of fish at once. I don't remember what its signature move is. Like, it's called it's called Red Lobster Red Lobster Buffet. That's, oh, that's Kyogre's movie. Right. Move. <laughs> movie. Kyogre's movie. <laughs> it's the all you can eat shrimp platter. I mean, so Precipice Blades didn't exist until Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, yeah so that doesn't so, even count. Like, like in Go perspective, those didn't happen until much later. Like, I don't consider remakes part of the generation that they remade. They're part of the new generation. So, Correct. I mean, they may get them because they've done this before where they've given moves later when that generation is released. So when we finally get to X and Y in Pokemon Go, they may get Precipice Blades and what is it? Origin Pulse? Origin Rain Pulse. Yeah, I had to yeah, look at Origin up. Pulse for Kroger. Kroger. Uh, Lugia's ex- uh, exclusive signature move, I'm sorry, is Aerial Blast. I like signature moves a lot. It's like a bit of a bummer that they take them away from Pokemon <laughs> and they move it on. Uh, there are There is a list of signature moves at one point, like Venusaur and Charizard had, oh, sorry, in Generation 3, uh, Venusaur had the signature move Frenzy Plant. In Generation 3, Charizard had the signature move Blast Burn in Gen 2. Blastoise had the signature move Skull Bash. In Gen 3, they changed it to uh, Hydro Cannon. Beedrill, for four generations in a row, had the signature move Twin Needle. They removed it as of Gen 5. Surprisingly, that's why I I, I was personally frustrated with um, Bagon Community Today of Bagon not being able... Like, Bagon's... I, th- I still think Bagon's signature move should have been Fly. And up to that point in Pokemon Go, Niantic always, almost always, I think there was one exception, picked a signature move or picked a move based on, like, the lore of the Pokemon. That's why, like, Mareep's Community Day, it learned Dragon Pulse because eventually you get Mega Ampharos and, like, there's some lore between sheep and dragon's blood and that's why Mega Ampharos is actually dragon type. So it makes... What? uh, Yeah, yeah, I I, I haven't, look, I haven't finalized it. Okay. Well, a lot of research okay. here. Okay. When I say finalize it, it's like I read it, but I haven't like looked deep, deep in. But there is some oh. lore to why Mega Ampharos. They didn't make Dragon type Ampharos just to make Dragon type Ampharos and give it an Afro. There's like some sheep lore there. Deep sheep lore. That's why. Tell us of the deep sheep lore. That that that's why Frenzy Plant was like Bulbasaur's community day because it was a signature move at some point. So right. like Pikachu has a signature move, Volt Tackle. They have not removed that yet. Oddish used to have a sp- signature move of Pedal Dance. They got rid of it. Meowth's signature was move was Payday, but they've like taken that away and given it back multiple times. So there's like yeah. a bunch. I mean, in the context of like signature moves in the context of the main games, when you have four moves to choose from, have more like there's just a ton of moves to go to, and I think go doesn't tend to add them until they can figure out how to add them correctly for how that game plays. 
So I'm generally not surprised when there's not a signature move right away, because usually they have to figure out how is this going to work? And do we want it a fast move, charge move? Because there's only two options. And if you want people to feel like it's special, they need to figure out a way to make it special. And I think that takes a quite a bit of time. And don't signature moves usually like do something besides just like damage? They usually, usually yeah. have an extra. What's it called? Principal blades? Preci- precipice Pre- blades. Precipice blades. I think it hits both. I don't think it does anything else besides hit both Pokemon. Maybe that's the one exception. Um, I mean, Voltackle just... Voltackles? I'm trying to think of like easy ones I can remember off the top of my head. Yeah, but well, Voltackle is a, a physical electric move, right? Which you don't have that many physical electric moves. That's True. what makes that special. Ariyama has the signature move smelling salts. <laughs> it smells something. I don't think anyone else can learn that move. Oh, they can by breeding. So yeah, I mean like I guess that like to me that I feel like that's okay. Like breeding like I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. I get why they don't keep signature moves signature, but also like if you don't keep it signature, is it even a signature move at that point? I I don't know. The answer is no. <laughs> uh this message is from Lee from Lowell, Massachusetts. Did I say that? Oh, okay? that's cool. Uh, no, there's a T in there. Okay, my bad. Uh, just a shout out to Steve, Greg, and Will, and a hey to Bobby, Irene, and the rest of the PKMN cast team. Just thought I'd share a great moment on my first trip to Milwaukee. Landed super early, so I was waiting to check into my hotel. I decided uh, to take a walk around the foggy city. It only felt right to catch up on its super effective place in Pokemon Go. I had a good time, met some fun people. I wouldn't have expected at 8.30 a.m. on a Wednesday. Thanks for making the podcast, Lee. Aw. I mean, I'm, I wasn't up at 8.30, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I, I mean, but, I probably was, but I'm not in Milwaukee. True. Uh, was the point just to say that Milwaukee is a nice place, or it's a nice podcast, or that it's All nice to above. listen to the podcast while playing Pokemon Go? I'm, I'm ugh. All of the above. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. All of it. Uh, this message is from Adrian from Oklahoma City. Adrian. Does SBJ know that there's a Farfetch plush available at PokemonCenter.com? I've already bought several of these sitting cuties, and they are superb quality. Adrian. Do you? I do. I have both the Japanese version and the American version, uh, wow. and they are exactly the same except for their tag. One is in Japanese and one is not. Do that you ever set collector. one up? Do you ever set one up with a can of Dr. Pepper in front of it? No. I'm on the Dr. Pepper decline right now. Look, Greg, Mythical is not coming back. <laughs> I, it still exists. Hey, I still pay however much a month to host those servers. Greg, we'll talk about it. We're going we're gonna to resurrect it on a, a right. different way. You know how they do. I oh. know how we do. A reboot. From the a, makers a, of Mythical. An, edg- an edgy reboot. Yeah, dark. Yeah, dark. Dark and mysterious. How I always do. No. No. I listen to Tales from the Loop. <laughs> <laughs> Will, give us our Pokemon of the Week. Okay, so the clues for last week's Pokemon of the Week, which was 
ultra hard difficulty level. Doesn't have a visible mouth, but it could use telepathy to speak to my mind. Had a lot of eyes in a circle around its head with a little nose between each pair of eyes. It only is available on Ula Ula in the Alola region, uh, if you're in the Alola region, um, but it is not available in the wild. Only its pre-evolution can be found, but only also by accident. You can't just random encounter it in a sort of walking around kind of way. It doesn't have a mega form, and it only has one ability. So it doesn't have a hidden ability. It doesn't have two abilities. There's only one ability. Those are your clues. Got it. Oh, I, I, I gave up. <laughs> are you ready? Come on, Greg. Give it to me. Tell me. You, you know what it is. It's Clay Doll. It is Clay Doll. Congratulations. There was also the part about if it gets rained on, it melts, because that's from it melts. Pokedex that's entry. That's from its Pokedex entry, yeah. Yup. But yeah, that's the weirdest thing to me is that Claydol only has one ability, Levitate. It doesn't, yeah. never got a hidden ability, never got a second ability. It All it has is Levitate. And you can only catch uh, Baltoy through SOS in the desert on Ula Ula. I thought that was pretty interesting too. Do we have any trivia about Claydol? Oh, I, I got to pull it up. Probably. Probably though, yeah. Here. Let me like check shuffle sprite. Shuffle sprite solid. Like shiny form sprite. solid. Yeah. Real good shiny. Wait, there's no other ground psychic types. Nope, no other ground How psychic types. How is that types, possible? Which I didn't mention because I wanted to keep it ultra hard mode. Wow. Uh, no other Pokemon has the same type combination as Claydol. We already said good that the symbol on Claydol's back and chest resembles the Q form unknown. Oh, interesting. I yeah, which is wild. That. I wonder why. And uh, Claydol has the highest special defense base stat of all ground Pokemon. Hmm. As it should, because it's also psychic. I never noticed the Q. I didn't either. I always thought they were like weird eyes on the front, like a just sort of like yeah, like a set. Because I, I guess I never really looked at its back sprite until now that I'm looking at its back sprite, and there's a single cue back there. Until you were forced to. Until I was like, oh hey, look. All right, you ready for this week's Pokemon of the week? Yeah, uh, yeah. I I did inquire with folks in Slack whether they liked the riddle method of Pokemon of the week, and people said that they did enjoy it. So we're going with another riddle. Riddle me this. I think for those people who listen carefully, this will be very easy. If you are distracted and not paying attention, this will be very difficult. (laughs) (laughs) As it is with all of these. But let's go forward. Mm Mm-hmm. My name may be confused for the study of the relationship between food and culture, but the confusion does not end there. I was given my name partially because some scientists thought I had a foot on my stomach. In fact, I only have one foot, and my stomach is someplace else entirely. I also share part of my name with a famous romantic from Spain. I could potentially be related to three other Pokémon, Magcargo, Shelmet or Omanite, but they have something I don't have. 
If you are hunting for me to have a particular look, the points of the compass will be important to you. Be careful. If you are in the wrong place, you can hardly tell that I am special at all. Before I evolve, there is a very unique ability I possess. It gives a higher boost to some of my attacks than normal stab. Before I evolve, I am the only purely water type that can have this ability. After I evolve, I am just like pretty much everyone else that has this ability. If you do want to find me, do not look in Kanto. I have never been found there. Who am I? There you go. Mm. Easy. So easy. <laughs> I've blown Steve's mind. <laughs> I have to. I always like kind of get it while I'm editing, and then I f- just forget. And then I forget all the clues, just, just and then I should write, write it down. down in your moleskin. I gotta get the moleskin, and then I can yeah, write it down. Get that, and then I can write it down. I mean, I write things down on my little paper in front of me. Well, that's our episode for this week. Uh, if you are seeing Detective Pikachu this Oh, I'm seeing Detective week, Pikachu. Don't you yeah. worry. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know what we're going to do. I think we'll probably just do a normal episode and then release another episode specifically for Detective Pikachu. I'm not 100% sure yet. I don't know. I feel like if you're listening to this podcast and you're like not seeing Detective Pikachu, the only like acceptable thing is like I just didn't have time to see it. Well, I mean, that happens. Some people are traveling this coming weekend. That's true. Some people are traveling this couple of weeks. Some people don't like movies. Like, they don't like sitting in a movie theater. Oh. They'll wait till it comes out on TV. Got that right. I mean, I like going to movie theaters now that I can pick my own seat. Well, if they don't like movies, then they probably won't be upset about the spoilers. I'm not saying they don't like movies. They don't like watching movies in oh, theaters. Oh, in theaters. I see. Right, like they want to wait for the Blu-ray so they can watch it in their house and their own. They can, you know, don't have to walk past people to go to the restroom. They can pause it when they need to go. Like, there's like, there's a lot of reasons to not go to a theater. Never go to a theater. Yeah. Weren't you like a never theater person for a while, Steve? No, no, no. I just there's just not a lot of movies that have my interest. Oh, like I've never seen really any of the Marvel movies just because I'm not a huge uh, superhero fan. Well, we'll figure it out for next week. Either way, I, there will be probably little to no Detective Pikachu in the main numbered episodes. Um, I'm working through that game, y'all. Getting get near it. Get near the finish. Do I have to replay it in order to be ready? Yes. No. You do. I think you're fine. Well, we will be back next week. If you want to follow on Twitter, at Pokemon Podcast for the podcast Twitter. Uh, thank you to everyone who left reviews in Apple Podcasts. I think there was like an Apple Podcast app update or something happening soon or did happen or something with, I don't know. Apple Podcast is weird. Uh, if you want to follow Will on Twitter, at Wash in the Sink. If you want to follow Greg on Twitter, uh, at White Wing. If you want to follow myself on Twitter, at Dragging a Lake. Otherwise, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Super Jellies.
No, the Pokemon of the Week is not a jelly. Oh, oh you're talking about the fish thing. Yeah. A big thank you and shout out to all the producers of It's Super Effective. Kevin, Cygnus, Jeff, Hatmatrick, Catherine, Alex, Anthony, and Michaela. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If you made it to the end of this and you would like to support the podcast, you can head over to isc.cash. And for $5 a month, you can get access to our anime podcast, Alola Vacation, exclusively for patrons of this show. Thanks.